This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic from Bloomberg Radio. Well, I've been looking forward to our next guest, an entrepreneur who's founded and led three tech startups, led a high-growth business at IBM, where she ran the high-growth information lifecycle governance business. One of her companies, PSS Systems, uh, that was acquired by IBM just about a decade ago. Let's get to Deidre Paknad. She is CEO and co-founder of the enterprise uh, SaaS company Workboard. Uh, they work with Comcast, Cisco, Microsoft, GE, so many well-known companies. She joins us on the phone in Silicon Valley. Deidre, nice to have you here with us. Uh, I'm going to jump right in because Bloomberg has done a lot of reporting on women and the VC world. And I just kind of want to start there that just two and a half percent of all venture capital backed startups have an all female founding team. Why is it so difficult still in the startup world for women to find funding? What was your experience? This is my third company where I sought funding and and got funding in the VC world. And it it, I'll say, you know, with some embarrassment that it hasn't improved much in <laughs> the few decades that I've been working on it. I think part of it is um, we don't look like what the prototypical founder should look like, right? The archetype that people have in their heads. Now, that's changing, I think, now in very meaningful ways. And there's a lot of organizations driving change, including, for example, All Rays. And what you see today, which you just wouldn't have seen five years ago, much less 10 years ago, is women partners at really every quality firm has real women partners making real investment decisions uh, and driving those investment decisions in, in the VC firm. So I think we, well, it takes a bit of time. I think we actually finally turned a corner on uh, getting women partners in the venture firms that actually fuel those startups. Well, that that gives me hope. Um, what about corporate boards, though? And I know this is something that you've certainly been keeping an eye on. Corporate boards, still mostly white. Uh, white uh, are eight in 10 directors at S&P 500 companies, at least in 2019. 72% are still male. What's going on with corporate boards? Why is it so slow? Especially when we I'm, you know, we know the research when it comes to diversity. McKinsey's done it. So many others have done it. That when you've got a diverse board, when you've got a diverse senior leadership, you do better financially. Yep, I think there's a couple of things that are shifting there, and that will accelerate. In some sense is sort of accelerate post 2020. But a, a couple of those. One is, you know, I just added two women independent directors to my board, Margot Giorgiadis, and who's was a former CEO of Ancestry and Kathy Benko, who is a former vice chair of Deloitte, both really senior, talented women. And as I was doing the search to add them to the board, I used a search firm that was focused on women executives. And so what they'd done, which is something I think hadn't been done in the past, is actually build the database of candidates build the pool mm-hmm. so that when you want to find talent, you're looking at a pool that is enriched by women leaders and women executives versus the same old database of the same old pool that looks the same old way it's always looked. And that's what people, and that's what's going on still at a lot of companies, right? Everybody's going back to the existing pools, the old ones. Exactly. But I do think that executive search firms are now quite mindful of opening the aperture. The other thing, and probably more interesting, is in my work with senior leaders, most of them are looking beyond their own sector for expertise, for insights, for how other people are changing the game. And most of them are acutely aware 
of the extreme disruptive opportunities and, frankly, risks mm-hmm. that face their business. And I think that what we'll see is this enormous generation of direct-to-consumer leaders, m- many of whom are women, who created fantastic companies, grown them, have real go-to-market leadership skills and are very disruptive thinkers. If I were the CEO of a mainstream company looking for diversity of thought, provocative ideas, and a way to enrich the conversations I was having at the board, I would look to those disruptive leaders coming out of DC, DTC, right? What, what is it? Bumble, for what, example. What, oh, forgive me. What is it about D2C that you think really puts them out there ahead of, ahead of others? Their business models, the way they think about reaching their customers, the way okay. they think about serving those customers. It's a, it, a lot of it is just blank slate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not bogged down by the way we've always done it and started instead with what would be awesome? Like, what, would, what could we imagine? And then that's a pool of many, many women in those organizations as co-founders, as CEOs, as COOs, as CFOs, right? Women in different roles there. So I think it creates a pipeline of diverse talent that has the kind of disruptive thinking and phenomenal success that you'd want around you in the boardroom. Because I do wonder too, and you probably have a lot of experience with this or, or a great person to talk to about this, is that you know, money always talks. And I do wonder if there's at some point somebody's gonna be like, wow, look at this company, uh, the diversity that they've got and look at how well they're doing. And so what's the common denominator? Or what is it that's getting them to that point? Uh, and I know there's a lot of factors at play that make a successful venture or institution or company, but we, but we know the research. And I do wonder at some point, is it just people are like, this is the smart thing to do financially, especially if you're publicly held or anything. Yeah, I, I think in, until it leaders perceive, CEOs perceive it as the smart thing to do financially, as, until they perceive it as when I bring those different voices on that different experience to my table, I'm a smarter leader. When they think that, right. then they'll make different choices. Which and is I real- think that's actually more than money. Which is which makes me feel better. Like I'd hope that that's what they were doing. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, right? Because it's it's the right thing to do to represent more voices. Well, what do you do specifically at Workboard when it comes to your own leadership? Like, how are you getting them your you know your management to think about diversity and and make sure that it's not just checking the boxes, but it's really a productive form of leadership. You know, we, our first four people in the company were incredibly diverse. So three women, one man, and of the three women, uh, one was from Central America, one's a native Hawaiian Islander, I'm the other. Uh, we started really as a diverse group of people, and what is, you know, fabulous about that is you never have to go backwards and fix it. Mm-hmm. You never have to go backwards and clean it up or make it an overt effort. It sort of spawns. From there, and so I think we enjoy an incredibly diverse team in the level of experience, in age, which is another enormous one, in ethnic backgrounds, in educational backgrounds, in gender diversity, really broad spectrum. And I think that is something that we think of as to be celebrated, and we try and put a fair bit of ritual around celebrating and valuing it. And of course, when you celebrate it and value it, you get to build 
on it, right? It, it shifts forward. Right. There's women in every layer and every level of the org and, and people with diverse experiences and perspectives, likewise, in every layer and every aspect of the org. Well, what's interesting, too, is, um, I mean, California, right? I mean, it was because of a lot of pressure uh, among the California public that really pushed them to pass a law requiring diversity on public boards. But I, do we, is that what we need? Because I feel like things are moving so slowly. I talked about this uh, just in the last hour or so with the CFO of SD Lauder and the executive VP of uh, finance at SD Lauder about how many conversations we've had about improving boards and so on, and yet here we are. And people put out uh, dates by when they're going to have more parity, and it's, again, several years from now. You know, is it? do we need to have states with laws saying, okay, it's time to do it, let's do it? Yeah, good question. And I, I, don't, I don't know the answer, to be honest. I'm not a fan of regulating it. Yeah. Um, and I actually find that that has the potential to hollow out the value and the purpose of boards. And um, so I don't, I don't love that. I would say in um, if we, we look at, I'll call them the leading indicators, kind of we measure the upstream progress rather than the downstream progress. And the downstream progress is we've got uh, uh, diverse boards everywhere. That, that undoubtedly takes time. Like there's not that many board seats. They don't come up empty every year, right? Mm-hmm. Like some people sit in the same board seat for quite a long time, and that there's goodness in that. So it's not that the the number of chairs up at any one time is so huge that we should just measure how full they are, right? We might instead start to measure and focus on the the indicators of change and diversity to farther upstream. So, for example, in California in particular, how many venture company or venture funds have diverse partnerships? And who do they invest in? And are they investing in co- founders and co-founders that are diverse themselves, right? right? Because in California in particular, the number of companies created far exceeds the number of open board seats this year, right? Like right, right. And so if we start way upstream, what's that look like? We might look at how many co-founders are women and how that's going. We might look at how many executive leaders, right, are not just the co-founders, but of the executive teams of those young companies. How diverse are those? And those would, I think, give us better headlights on, are we going to see meaningful difference in the few board seats available being allocated to the the best candidate, including the candidates with diversity? Well, if there was one piece of advice you would give to leaders out there in terms of thinking about more women, more everything <laughs> at your company. I mean, what is it? How do you start? What do you do? I think I would go back to the comment I think about that would drive real change, which is to CEOs, what is the breadth and depth and diversity and disruptive element of thinking that leads to a smarter conversation about how your company serves its customers well. Mm-hmm. And so if you happen to be a company that only serves men, then by all means, you just keep going with the boards you've got. If, on the other hand, you depend on women talent in your organization to drive value to the half of your customers as women, then you're, you're probably not serving either your talented team members nor your customers well enough if you've got a board that doesn't reflect 
those buyers and, and that talent. Right. And if you really focus on how do I have the smartest conversations about building the best business I can, then diversity rules the day. Right, right. And increasingly we're seeing, you know, customers, whether it's your business customers or, you know, customers like me <laughs> buying merchandise that increasingly, you know, you want to see what the company stands for, what the diversity is. And that's, you know, going to be uh, an element that really matters, certainly going forward. Um, Deidre, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we can check in with you again in the future. Deidre Paknachi is Chief Executive Officer, Co-Founder of Workboard, uh, on the phone from Silicon Valley, as we mentioned. She has started up uh, three tech companies, including one that she sold to IBM. So really great to get a gut check with her when it comes to VC and uh, the investment world and the tech world.